Hello and welcome to Murder in the Central Valley. The Central Valley in California refers to the flat stretch of land that runs through the center of the state. It's roughly 60 miles wide and 450 miles long. From Redding to Bakersfield it's often called the breadbasket of the world. The vast farms produce one-fourth of the nation's food. Lots of small towns and cities polka dot the landscape, housing about 7 million people. The Central Valley is no stranger to unusual crime with quite a few high-profile cases throughout the years. The information contained in this podcast is obtained from online sources. All people reported on here are innocent until proven guilty. Most of these crimes have been through the court system and the suspects are either dead or tucked away safely in prison. Due to graphic content, viewer discretion is advised. This week. A jealous rage. Today, we're in Stockton. The date. May 16, 2001, a grandmother and three children were slain on this day, at a southeast Stockton home. The sheriffs arrive and quickly identify a suspect. 48-year-old Roger Leroy Johnson. And the hunt for a killer begins. Who was Roger Johnson and what could have led him to do the unthinkable? Let's go back to November 2000. Roger's wife, Elena dies of complications due to cancer. This sent Johnson into a tailspin. He started drinking heavily. A little after his wife's death he met Rhonda Burks. They dated for about six months, but she was trying to break it off. This was especially hard for Roger as this was his first relationship since his beloved wife had died. When Rhonda started dating someone else, Roger was beside himself. One night on Mother's Day, two days before the massacre, a car caught fire in front of Rhonda's French camp home. The car belonged to her new boyfriend. Fire investigators ruled it an arson. Someone had put burning charcoal under the car. Suspecting Roger was the culprit, she decided to get a restraining order against him. On the way to the courthouse, Burks dropped her children, Corey, 10, and Michaela, 5, off at her mother Pearl's house in Stockton. Grandmother Pearl, 48, cousins Ashley, 6, and Bobby, 4, were already there waiting. Pearl's husband was at his job as a guard at a local correctional facility. While they were gone there was a knock at the door. It was Roger. Pearl let him in. Corey heard his grandmother scream and he ran to a neighbor's house and called 911. Brave little Corey told the operator, in a frantic call, that Roger had a big gun and black cap. He said. He knocked on the door, and my nana let him in. By the time the sheriffs arrived Roger was long gone. Pearl had been shot dead, her throat slashed and the other three children were dead as well. Corey was the lone survivor. Rhonda tried to call her mom from the courthouse and got no answer. She panicked and raced back to her mom's house, only to find a nightmare. The road in front of the house was shut down by law enforcement and lined with media. She knew it was bad. With fear in her voice she asked if they were all right. A deputy came over and pulled Rhonda aside to break the news to her. A nationwide manhunt was issued for Johnson. 
With ties to Nevada and Oregon he could be almost anywhere but it was likely he was in the foothills. This community had lived through other horrific crimes. January 17, 1989 a crazed drifter named Patrick Purdy opened fire with an AK-47 rifle on the campus of Cleveland Elementary School killing five children and injuring 29 others before killing himself. Crimes like this shock the community, but people slowly get back to normal and go about their daily lives, even with a killer like Roger on the loose and heavily armed. A bolo, be on the lookout, was issued for a maroon pickup truck driven by Johnson, a middle-aged man with slicked back brown hair and missing four fingers on his right hand. Then four days later Roger's son received a phone call from his dad saying that he was killing himself. He used a knife to scratch his throat and arm and slashed the inside of his left elbow through to the bone. He told his son, I think I did a good job of it, I feel lightheaded. A visitor at Cherokee Memorial Cemetery said she saw a man laying on a grave with blood all over his hands and arms. His daughter-in-law called 911. The San Joaquin County Sheriff, Lodi Police, Stockton Police, ATF and FBI all converged on the cemetery. Roger was draped over his wife's grave, still alive, but barely. As they approached with caution, he threw a flash-bang grenade at them. They retreated behind gravestones and car doors. It exploded but didn't injure anyone. Officers waited for the bomb squad. Roger was laying face down motionless. He had cut the main artery in both arms and was gushing blood. Johnson was a survivalist, so officers were afraid he had booby-trapped himself. When searching his cabin east of Stockton, they had found a cache of arms and explosives. Eventually cops drove an armored vehicle about 20 feet from him and fired rubber bullets at him. No movement. Finally officers wearing bombproof suits approached and put a cable around him. They retreated and pulled his stiff body over. Roger Leroy Johnson was dead. A senseless crime 20 years ago this year. Pearl would have been 68, Ashley 26, Bobby 24, and Michaela, 25. Hero Corey is 30. Do you think a restraining order would have kept them safe? What could someone in Rhonda's position do to keep safe from a stalker? Comment down below. And that's what happened in a jealous rage. Next week. A crime committed in broad daylight. An eight-year-old girl shopping alone is abducted and murdered. The suspect a military man addicted to pornography. Law enforcement had to travel halfway around the world to make an arrest. But were his rights violated while being interrogated? Don't miss. The death of innocence. Next time on Murder in the Central Valley. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you liked what you've heard, leave a comment down below, and tell a friend. Hope to see you next time. And if you have a case you think I should cover, email me at murderinthecentralvalley at gmail.com. Thank you.